Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the first ever Sing Street Style podcast. I'm really excited about this new adventure and can't wait for this journey to unfold and see where this takes us. So the first podcast is going to be relatively simple. Firstly, it's going to be a bit of an introduction and the introduction sort of links onto the general subject of the podcast. So firstly, you can catch this podcast on obviously YouTube. I made a video uh, podcast for this. So if you're watching this, it's going to be on YouTube. So that's YouTube forward slash forward slash forward slash Sing Street Style TV. I should really enunciate. You know, the thing about me is I don't enunciate enough. And now that I'm doing a podcast, I really have to make sure I speak slowly and enunciate. So yeah, you're going to see me uh, struggling to enunciate my words and not slur my words. I'm also going to be, this podcast is also going to be available on Spotify, Google, and it will also be available on Anchor and even Apple Podcasts. So let's get straight to it. Firstly, if you don't know who I am, my name is Pradeep Singh Bara, and I am the founder of Sing Street Style. Sing Street Style is a fashion blog. I've been doing this fashion blog for about five years. Five years? Wow, five years now, yeah. And... Um, I've done quite a lot with this fashion blog. We've been featured on GQ Vogue, L, Top 10 Menswear Blogger by Esquire Magazine, and I've modeled for big brands, done some big campaigns for like brands such as Lynx, H&M, I was the face of Samsung. So there's quite a few things that I've done. I worked with so many different brands. And um, I even took a break from it from a long time for a long time. And I came, I'm coming back to it, coming back strong making a lot of good content for you guys and the first podcast this podcast is going to be about how to actually start a fashion blog and I think you know like I said with all the accolades that I have I think I'm qualified to uh, to talk about that and to share my experience my wisdom so yeah the first thing I'd say is to start a fashion blog it's a visual it's a visual media it's a visual, it's a way to communicate visually uh, through pictures and even through video if you want. So, because obviously you're showing off the, the clothes. So obviously the best app out at the moment is Instagram. Instagram is the way to go. Back in my day, I sound really old saying that, but it's it's true. Uh, five years ago, back in the day, Tumblr was a huge, uh, a huge platform for bloggers and fashion bloggers. I'm, I'm assuming it still is. But Instagram is like the mainstream mainstream platform. But I, again, like I said, I, I do feel like Tumblr still has its uh, its leverage and it should definitely still be used. I should actually go back on Tumblr. I've not been on Tumblr for years, but I should definitely go back on there. Um, so I'm going to make a no mental note of that in my head. Uh, by the time this uh, podcast finishes, I'm going to go back onto Tumblr and sort that out. So this is the way that I started, actually. I started on Tumblr and... The way that I started, obviously setting up a Tumblr account is relatively straightforward, relatively easy to set up, setting up any other social media account. And the good thing about Tumblr is you have a sense of creative freedom where you have different themes and a lot of themes are free. However, some themes you have to pay for. Um, so it's entirely up to you. you. You can have a budget of zero or you can have an unlimited budget. So it's all entirely up to you. And the thing about fashion blogging when you're starting, the first thing you should do is consistency. Consistency is the key 
to to anything to be successful in anything so like i said i i started off my fashion blog and i knew that i couldn't be i couldn't be like consecutively posting every single day i knew at that time i could consistently post once a week maybe once every two weeks so i actually went out and the the fashion blog was more like i was the, the photographer and i was taking pictures of my subjects who were stylish Sikh men so i actually planned the photo shoots i contacted a bunch of people bunch of Sikhs that I met via social media who seemed to have like a really good fashion sense and like arranged this, pre-arranged this because a lot of people assume that I just bump into things on the street and take pictures of them uh, which sometimes that has been the case, very rarely had been the case but for the most part it was always uh, sort of pre-organised and so I'd hit these guys up mainly through Instagram, Instagram was still in its infancy then and uh, back then you couldn't even DM, I think you could just like comment you know and uh, and then they would either email me as well so that was pretty cool so it's so crazy how things have changed so quickly so yeah the, I would pre-arrange these uh, photo shoots I would meet them somewhere in central London and I would get all the photo shoots done in one day or in, in like a couple of days so I would meet up with like 5 to, to 10 or 20 Sikhs it's like Sikh men um, throughout the span of a day or two and every hour just meeting up with them in different spots of London from Liverpool Street to Shoreditch to Oxford Street going all the way up to the, to West London, Shepherd's Bush area and uh, just take pictures of them and then after I'm done doing that I edited them on Lightroom and just posted them once a week and I knew back then once a week for me was like a consistent thing that I could do and I stuck to it once a week uh, spaced it all out so imagine if, if I did like 10, 10 Sikh men that's you know that's eight weeks well that's t- 10 weeks uh, worth of content my, my math what just happened to my math there yeah that's that's 10 weeks worth of content that's over two months so um just that already just is consistency it's not really about volume at that stage when you're starting out it's just about you know taking step by step and making sure you're on like a regular schedule that people know that's really really important and next thing I know, doing that for two, three months, I was featured on, I believe, I think it must have been GQ was the first one, either GQ or Vogue. I think Vogue India probably was the first uh, publication or like fashion magazine that featured my brand. And then from there, actually, no way, it was MSN. MSN have their own website because um, back then MSN Messenger was popping still, I think. But then MSN have their own website and that was the first one then i think maybe it was yahoo and then it was like gq and and all of that happened in a space of like four or five months and uh, that's how the ball like started rolling and again consistency is going to be the the main thing to be successful in, in any field but especially fashion blogging uh, but in this day and age if you want to be a fashion blogger my advice firstly is just work with the like the the resources that you already have you don't actually need a crazy crazy lens smartphones these days are actually really really good in some cases they perform better than DSLRs in fact um, the phone that I have currently is the Google Pixel 3 and I prefer that phone for fashion blogging on Instagram by far without a doubt no question about it I prefer using that phone um, over the DSLR some shots that I get incredible um, the bokeh the sharpness especially because the, the google pixel itself um, has really good software so it's not even the lens it's the software that 
edits the photo for you and make, makes it look incredible, absolutely incredible. So again, you can use a smartphone and you don't even need someone to take pictures of you. You can have a tripod, you can put it on timer. There's things like that to get started. And you don't need to go out there and spend thousands upon thousands of pounds uh, going shopping and trying on these clothes and buying them and, and having them like for the, for the photo shoots. You can just start off with your wardrobe, start with the basic items. For example, um, just a, f a few months ago, I posted a picture of some jeans, black jeans that I bought from Levi's like months in advance, like, like, like ages ago, you know, and um, they still stock them really uh, because they're just, like the standard jeans, as well as like Levi, these, this Levi's shirt. When I posted that, even though I'd bought them ages ago, Levi's still got in touch with me and said that they want to repost the image. So start off with what you have in your wardrobe already. That's a good start. Again, you want to keep your cost as low as possible. You don't want to spend money unnecessarily. And then when, when you've actually built your brand and your following, then, you know, if you feel like you can afford to spend money, then go for it. It's entirely up to you. So again, like I said, start off with your phone. And you, you again, you don't even need a person to take pictures of you. That'd be great. If someone was there to take pictures of you, you can even get your friend, your family, whoever. That'd be great. Um, but you can get a tripod. Secondly, I'd say the the scenery. Um, I think the good thing about fashion blogging is it's a form of expression. It's about being yourself. So you really want to show who you are and just use the area around you, the town that you live in. It might be, to you, it might be a boring town. But let's say, for example, you're like a random, you live in a random town in America. So I live in London and I'd be very intrigued to see what kind of scenes and, and the sort of environment these little towns are like, you know, in America. So, so if to you, it might seem sort of boring and every day, and you're probably accustomed to that life and used to it. But for someone like me as an outsider, I'm definitely intrigued. And that's why for me, I really do take advantage of the fact that I live in London, that I live in East London and, um, people all over the world are very intrigued as to how London is, what it looks like, the lifestyle. So I try and use that to my advantage as best as I can. So, so going back, just recapping it, consistency. Consistency is the key. Again, I took a long break from social media. And when I came back, I decided, you know what, I'm going to be consistent. Me, I, knowing uh, like my life and my timetable, my schedule, I know I can consistently put out one post a day at least. So there's some days I put out four posts a day, but me, I know I, I can comfortably put out one post a day. And I've been doing it every single day for exactly over a month now and already in over a month of taking like a huge like two three year hiatus of social of like blogging properly after like taking okay let's just say, let's just be modest and say two years let's say i've taken two years off social media like blogging properly i've been doing it consistently for a month posting every single day and already i've been approached by brands such as levi's and next and river island and even recently, actually, just today, today, um, Primark. Uh, for those of you who aren't who aren't aware who, what Primark are, Primark is like one of the biggest retail uh, brands in the UK. They reposted one of our photos today, so it just goes to show. I've only been doing it for a month, and it just goes to show how far consistency can go. And um, the thing is, you need to think about the brand's perspective. So taking a picture and just tagging every single brand that you can think of that that 
you know, that aren't even related, that have nothing to do with the post or the picture, that's not going to get you anywhere. Because me, I used to work as a social media manager for a fashion brand, and we would get people tagging us in photos when they weren't even wearing the brand that I was working for. And it just puts you off. Or even if they were wearing it, um, if they were wearing a bunch of other brands blatantly and they were tagging them too, um, we wouldn't want to repost that because imagine, I, I wouldn't want to, imagine if I'm Nike. Uh, Nike is what the Americans say, but Nike is like the UK thing. I don't know why I said Nike. I think I've been hanging out with too many Americans. But Nike, um, imagine if I worked for Nike and someone posted the picture and tagged like Nike trainers, but they're wearing Adidas tracksuit. We wouldn't post that on our Instagram. There's no way we would repost that on Instagram because they're blatantly wearing Adidas. So obviously be mindful of what you are posting and build connections, you know. Uh, go out of your way and DM these brands. You'd be surprised. Again, I was uh, managing a, a huge fashion menswear brand and I checked the DMs of that account every single day, more so than my own brand, the Sing Street Style brand. So you'd be surprised that um, who would get back to you. In fact, even uh, I randomly DM'd Superdry and they go back to me. And that I was I was surprised. I was like, whoa, Superdry is like a, a massive brand. And they go back to me very, very quickly. So you'd be surprised. Just you've got to try your luck. So those are the things, just recapping, consistency, posting uh, as much as you can, uh, but obviously being realistic and not falling off that. And also being yourself, using the resources that you have and tagging the brands. And basically, lastly, but I would say is the most important thing, uh, the most important piece of advice that I would give is you need to know your niche. So with me, Sing Street Style at the time was the first turbaned Sikh fashion blog period ever. There was nothing else out there. And that was my niche. And that definitely gave me a head start um, because now obviously now there's quite a few fashion bloggers. There's quite a few turbaned Sikh fashion bloggers, um, both men and female. So um, there, there's that. But but when I started, it was I was the first one. It was it was a good niche. And you've got to figure out like what is your niche? How can you stand out from the crowd? It's not even particular. Like my my sort of idea and my sort of mentality is it's not even about being the best. It's not even about like being the greatest and and really like having the the best quality. It's just about being different. Because when you're different, you're providing value. You're providing a different perspective, and you're providing like a voice. You know, you become a voice in a platform for people who necessarily didn't have a voice. So that's uh, some food for thought, really. But yeah, those are my uh, tips for starting a fashion blog. And the key is consistency. Instagram is an amazing platform, but you don't even have to stick to Instagram. You can spread, you know, sort of spread your eggs, you know, don't rely on one thing. For example, Facebook. Facebook's a brilliant way to uh, share media, uh, imagery and, and video. Then there's Twitter, you know, even though people used to Twitter being like just tweets and just uh, 140 characters or however much it is right now, um, you can still post pictures up. For example, I posted a picture up of Primark the other day, of me wearing Primark the other day, and Primark go back to me. And, you know, these little, little things, it does make a big difference because it's uh, you getting your foot in the door and just networking. And uh, this is just something that I'm getting back to myself. So I'm just sharing with you things that I'm learning right now. So, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. This was my first ever podcast. As you can tell, 
slightly rusty, but you know, with practice makes perfect. I really hope you enjoy this podcast. I really hope it provides a value. And if you do like this content and you engage with it, make sure you like, subscribe on any platform that you're listening or watching this on. And I'll catch you in the next one.